0: uh yeah we'll we'll chime you in Ivan bring you in in just a second so hold tight um uh let's see there's a report there are reports that uh Dwayne Haskins could be traded following his benching uh the Suns have hired former Sixers assistant Kevin Young and the Rockets are in the coaching search their list right now is a short list they have Tyron Lue John Lucas, who was a staff member there under Dan- Mike D'Antoni and Jeff Van Gundy, uh, let's see. Dak Prescott suffers what wow. looks like a season-ending injury for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, uh, they are going to. He is supposed to have. Or he was supposed to have surgery last night or sometime early today. So they're trying to get on top of it. But the way it looked, it doesn't look like he will make it back yeah. this season. Uh the Falcons finally fired Dan Quinn. And I told a lot of people last week that um I didn't think that he would get through the entire season. Bengals wide receiver AJ Green once out. Um he he was seen on camera asking for a trade from the Bengals. So Howie Roseman, Doug Peterson, Jeff Lurie, you guys should have been on the phone yesterday. When yeah, this was much. reported Because I know you get this news So you should have been on the phone yesterday Considering what you have at wide receiver You can't get your top two receivers Or can't keep them on the field One you can't get on the field The other one you can't keep on the field So mm-hmm. definitely should have been interested in that Michael Thomas a Wide receiver for the Saints Was due back tonight mm-hmm. But he's not going to play tonight It was a fight in practice And he punched the teammate in the face so he will not be playing tonight on Monday Night Football. How figure? Go figure. Funny <laughs> that is. The NFL schedule changes. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, in Major League Baseball, the championship series have begun. Last night you had Game 1 of the American League Championship Series. The Rays take that over the Astros 2-1. Game 2 for them is tonight. And also Game 1 of the National League Championship Series, the Braves versus the Dodgers. So, before we get into that Lakers score, final score, we're going to go through these picks. These Not these picks, I'm sorry. We are going to go through these scores Mm -hmm. from yesterday's games in the NFL. Well, actually week five. And waiting for Ivan, it says I can't bring him in, so I don't know what's going on. So, we'll keep playing around with that. If Mm -hmm. you can't get in, you can always type in and I will definitely get your comments read as I always do on air. So we go back to Thursday, which kicked off week five, Tampa Bay at Chicago. Chicago takes that by one, twenty to 19. Um, I'm going to come back and say some things about that game just real quickly about Mr. Tom Brady, who people have been considering the GOAT. And some little behavior that I just didn't just didn't sit well with me at the end of that game. Baldy's laughing, so that means he knows exactly I'm going to shoot you the camera. You see him laughing now, so th- that means he pretty much knows where knows I'm going go. I with know that. Where you, go with it. you know, but I, know where you go with it. I mean, if you can't beat the dude, you're supposed to be the goat. At least be respectful, show some sportsmanship in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Carolina defeats Atlanta on Sunday, 23-16. Buffalo at Tennessee. That game has been moved to Tuesday, 7 p.m. Kansas City suffers their first loss yesterday to the Las Vegas Raiders, 40-32. That was a
1: good
0: game. Yeah. The Denver at New England. uh, That game has been postponed to today at 5 p.m., so there will be two Monday night games again Mm -hmm. tonight. Arizona beats the Jets, 30-10. Philadelphia falls to Pittsburgh in the the Battle of Pennsylvania, 38-29. The Rams defeat Washington, 30-10. Cincinnati falls to Baltimore, 27-3. Jacksonville falls to Houston, 30-14. Houston got their first win after firing their coach, uh, Bill O'Brien, last week. Miami whips up on San Francisco, 43-17. Indianapolis falls to Cleveland 32-23. The Giants barely, barely lose to the Dallas Cowboys on a late second field goal, 37-34. And Russell Wilson, still showing that MVP form, came back and helps Seattle win over Minnesota 27-26. Tonight's games, you got the original uh, Monday night game. The Chargers are at the Saints. And then again, like we said, you have a second game which is at 5 o'clock tonight on ESPN, the Denver Broncos at the New England Patriots. So, shout out to Frank. We got to give Frank a shout out. Frank yeah, one, out of, one out of two ain't bad. One out of two ain't bad. And, you know, I'm not going to pick on you, but I'm just going to say Jimmy G. You don't want
1: to talk to me right now. And, and Frank didn't call me either. And Frank, you know, he normally calls yeah. me. And Frank knows
0: where we going with that. I mean, I got another San Francisco 49ers fan sitting yeah, he here know. with me. He
1: know. he know
0: what it is. All right. Another one is sitting in the building with me right now. And we've talked about it. And I'm just saying, you know, that they invested a lot of money in that dude yeah. who was unproven. Yeah. You know, and people can state the argument. or well, he won a couple of chips behind Tom Brady and this and that. In essence, it's the same thing with Carson Wentz's situation right now. He is beginning to play a little bit better. But if you go through the overall work, body of work so far this season, it's not looking good. But you could also argue he's got a ring. Yeah, yeah, most you definitely. know. And the difference, I believe, the slight difference in those two and them winning the ring as backups, is the simple fact that during that year, Carson Wentz was having an M V P style year until his injury. Mm-hmm. They just had Nick Foles come in and win it, so he ended up being the backup. So it's the only difference I see with them in that. Now, speaking of Nick Foles, real quick. Go back to Thursday. Chicago at Tampa Bay. Tom Brady did not want to go and greet Nick Foles at the end of that game.
1: Right. And still some remnants of the It's still,
0: yeah, he still, you know, and I posted after the fact, you know, I still feel like he feels some type of way about that because he lost to him in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But there becomes an issue with me, um, as far as him being labeled the GOAT. I've played sports, I've coached, I refereed, you know, officiated rather. There's a sportsmanship issue in all of this. Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me that was the beginning of week five. You've already played four games. Each one of these four games, and this is your second loss, so you had a loss in those first Mm -hmm. four games. You went out after the game and you greeted the, uh, the opposing quarterback. Is it that bad that you can't greet this person at the end of the game? I mean, hell, even if you walk off the field and you just acknowledge like, wave at him, nod your head, do something. It's a sportsmanship issue for me. And I bring that up because when I coached, I coach young adults.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Baldy's here with me. Baldy coaches young adults. Right. One of the things that's imperative for us as coaching youth is the sportsmanship. At that age, you have to have it. So, in essence, you plug that particular situation in. There's so many youth who look up to these mm-hmm. professional athletes. Okay. Now, we talked about a little bit before we came on air about the situation with Brown walking off the court. And we said mm-hmm. with the Detroit Pistons, what they did mm-hmm. against Chicago. And
1: this is similar.
0: It's very similar. But the only difference I see with that is, like we both mentioned, that was a full team effort.
1: Right. They walked off.
0: Collecting. So, you can't pinpoint one person and say, oh, well, Isaiah spearheaded that. You really don't know, you know, and this all the rumors and all the talk was that Isaiah did spearheaded, mm-hmm. but you'll never truly know unless you were absolutely there because they walked off as a unit. Mm-hmm. So again, that put a little blemish on them as far as fans looking at them, but you have to be either a unit or you just have to do something.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and I'm glad you said that because we talked about, talked about how, how each one of those groups collectively kind of did it. Mm-hmm. Some of them did it similar. Some of them did it their own way. Brian did right. it his own way. wasn't collective. But at the same time, uh, Boston did the same thing against Detroit. Okay. And the only reason why Isaiah stayed back was because Kevin McHale grabbed him to give him a handshake. Mm-hmm. And this is after Detroit lost to Boston. Okay. So you got a lot of situations where guys walked off the field. It's poor sportsmanship, however you look at yeah. it. There's no, no getting around that. But you also have guys who are poor sports. Yes. I mean, just because that, just because they're pros mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they don't have that, that poor sportsmanship thing in
0: them. Absolutely.
1: You know what I mean? And it exists, and, and a lot of guys are forced to shake a hand or to acknowledge an opponent Mm -hmm. because they don't want to do it. Yeah. They do not want to do it. So, I mean, like you said, we coach kids, and that's the one thing that we try to instill in our kids is the sportsmanship. Mm -hmm. I think it kind of loses it as you get older. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like you said, it's better to just get a hand, not have to wave and keep it pushing. But when guys walk off the court, as an opponent who just beat you, Mm-hmm. I know I got you now. Yep. Got now, you right you where you. you can I, try to use this you right as fire I want you. to rev your own engine. Mm-hmm. For me, that petrol just went up. I just put yeah. an extra quarter tank in there. And Absolutely. I know I got you. I know yep. you losing to me burns you up. Yep. So, I'm definitely going to cut your neck off yep. the next time. And,
0: and and think about what that does to Nick Foles' confidence.
1: Oh, yeah. It's through the roof. Not
0: let alone playing Ooh. against Tom Brady. But, again, like I said, You've got this gentleman who they're pegging as the GOAT, and Nick Foles is a perennial backup. No disrespect to Nick Foles. He did win a Super Bowl, but he's a perennial backup. Right. We've seen that over the course of his career. And now he has that confidence where if I can get under his skin and he's considered the so-called GOAT, <laughs>
1: Then I ain't too far
0: off. (laughs) You know, hey, I'm doing something right. He got to
1: be thinking real good
0: of himself. Yeah, he's thinking very good of himself, you know, and he's thinking, oh, I'm doing something right. So, all these other dudes that I go up against, it's like, it's no fear.
1: Yeah, and you also know that when that was on the schedule, Mm -hmm. and the fact that Nick Foles is, is, is playing. Right. He's not backing up. He's not he's playing. No, he started. You can't tell me that when
0: As it was in the Super Bowl.
1: When Tom Brady seen that matchup, mm-hmm. he put a little extra on. I got to beat oh, this yeah. dude cuz he he got me. Yep. I got to get him. And
0: Absolutely. when it didn't work, Mhm.
1: That's where that's where that sportsmanship comes in it. Everything Absolutely. that you you went to sleep dreaming about you going to get him. Yep. How you going to get him? I got to beat this dude. Mhm. Now it didn't it didn't come to with Trisha, now you got to turn around and you got to humble yourself. Yeah, I don't think he's capable of doing it because I don't think they've he is. been putting him on his pedestal. You're the greatest. You're the greatest. You're the greatest. You're the greatest. Mm-hmm. I don't think he feels like he needs to humble himself, especially to a, a Nick Foles. Right. You know what I mean? Right. He, well, career back.
0: Apparently, he's been proven wrong because well. he can't beat Nick Foles. <laughs> <laughs> it, don't,
1: it don't seem like he he, can
0: beat. he can't beat Nick Foles. <laughs> my
1: man, got, hey, my man has sprinkled a little little on him. Yes, he did. Yeah, he sprinkled he a lot of
0: stardust on him. So. We move into, now, before we move into the NBA stuff, just a couple of things i want to mention. Mm-hmm. Had a good weekend. Yesterday I was at Camden Monarchs Open Tryouts. shout out to the Camden Monarchs mm-hmm. of the ABA. Um, they were one of the better teams in their initial season last season. So they're right back at it again. Uh, I saw you saw my post from yesterday. Right. I saw some familiar faces as I thought I would. Um, Shout-out to Jay J Stanback, Jalil Myers. Al, Pierre, Wally, Coach Stan, Coach Charlie, uh, the owner, Giovanni Thompson, Mm -hmm. the GM, a good friend of the station, great friend of the family, yeah, get to the champs, Monty, we not getting to them yet, because we got some (laughs) stuff to talk about too, with that, so you right, we gonna get to the champs, y'all are the champs, we gonna get to that, Mm -hmm. Uh, Joe Richmond, shout out to him for inviting me, as always, and like I said, he's a great friend, In real life, great friend of the show, great friend of the station. Mm -hmm. So, shout outs to them for having them tryouts. And if you didn't make it, you missed out. You missed your opportunity. You know, I posted it. You had your opportunity to get there and show up. Um, Shout out to Fadonce Gym for hosting them in their tryouts as well. So, here we go. As we all know, the Lakers. Won their 17th title. Before we do that, real quick. See, I'm, I'm going to keep messing with you, Damani, because I know you itching. <laughs> I know you itching. Before we do that, shout outs to Cappy Pondexter and her family. As you know, I posted last week there was a report that she had been missing. Um. Very, very quickly that got settled. I think it was like the next day, mm-hmm. within 48 hours, 24 to 48 hours, um, she it was reported that she was found safe. And they want her privacy to be the main issue. So we respect that. Just wanted to give a shout-out because she's actually one of my favorite WNBA Mm -hmm. players. Mm -hmm. So, just wanted to shout that out. To
1: me, a top 10. Yeah, definitely. Say 15, she's a top 10.
0: Yeah, definitely wanted to shout that out real quick.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So, we move into NBA Finals. So, what we're going to do, Damani Harper, is we're going to talk about yesterday's game. And then, we are definitely going to bring up Saturday's conversation Mm -hmm. you know the conversation my partner posted it he's going to yeah he's going to lead in that and i'm just going to chime in you know with what with what i feel about that whole situation and he got a lot of feedback Mm -hmm. a lot of mixed feedback on that and us being former players and coaches we have a little different outlook about that we also collectively have a little different outlook about LeBron. Right. So we'll definitely touch on that. But the Lakers win their 17th title, 106-93, to over the Miami Heat. LeBron James is once again the MVP. So he now has four titles, four MVPs. Mm-hmm. Um, arguably, in my opinion, I think he should have three. And if you feel like you need to chime in, feel free. You mm-hmm. know where we are, Sports Rap Podcast on Facebook, chime in. I still feel like the Cleveland Championship was really won by Kyrie Irving.
1: There will never be an argument there.
0: See that? My partner, hold it. Let, let me let me see this. Never
1: be an argument
0: there. He said that again. There will never be an argument For there. For this
1: reason and this reason only. The game is four quarters. Mm-hmm. But the true game is more likely the last three, four minutes of the game. And in those last three, four minutes of the game where you need a bucket to either go ahead or keep you in the game, I've watched LeBron disappear, not take a shot, Mm -hmm. for almost four minutes. He's done it at least five times. Mm -hmm. I'm not making it up. This Mm -hmm. is who he is. Is he a great player? Most definitely. Oh yeah, don't die. will he be a Hall of Famer? You already know that.
0: Mm-hmm. Will he
1: possibly win another championship? It's possible. Don't get don't get being critiqued mixed up with being a hater. Absolutely. It's not hatred. You can be critiqued for your game. Yeah. I critique Michael Jordan, and people get mad at
0: it. Everybody can be critiqued.
1: You know what I mean? It's it's just the blind lovers. Let me explain something to you. Because a lot of y'all, I mean, I don't I can't even go back and forth with y'all after a while, it just gets it gets tiresome mm-hmm. because you become disillusional and you can't throw a stat out there without having the background on certain stats.
0: Absolutely.
1: Here's a stat. In all the championships he's been in, there has been multiple over a hand, over a handful. He's been in chip what, nine, ten times now? Ten. So you're talking about almost five times in the finals where he did not shoot the ball in the last four minutes of a game. Mm-hmm. That's a problem to me. Especially if you're, if if you're going to call yourself.
0: This, I was getting ready to say it. The greatest of all time. The greatest of all time. The self-proclaimed best in the world.
1: He literally sat on his HBO show and said, "When we, when I went back to Cleveland and we won that championship, And we beat Golden State, who was considered the best team ever assembled. This Mm -hmm. is what he's saying. When we beat them, I knew then I was the greatest. I was the greatest ever. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: He said it out of his own mouth.
0: Now, just real quick to chime in. And I'm sure we both are going to get some feedback on this, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: what I'm about to say. You just said that he said that Golden State was supposed to be the greatest team assembled.
1: Arguably, yeah.
0: Now... Choice of words sometimes means a lot. Yeah. Now, you take that word assembled. You can go different ways with it. Yeah, with the word how assembled. were
1: they assembled?
0: Now, and, but the big, right. The biggest yeah. question is how that assemble, that team being assembled came about. Mm-hmm. Came about through the draft. Right. The only time they added a free agent was towards the end of their run mm-hmm. when KD decided he wanted to get a ring and he went and played with Golden State.
1: Which is a superstar. Not Andre Ingedala, who was who was an all-star, but he was normally on a team that has one or two guys. Mm-hmm. He's normally a third, third a fourth, fourth or your bench guy. Absolutely. So that's a little different. People would say, yo, you left out Iggy. I'm not leaving right. him out. I'm I just mean, saying he's he, no... He's not going to be left out. We're
0: just proving a point that what his normalcy is. is. But he'll never be left out because in the first championship, correct me if I'm wrong, he was
1: the MVP. He won the finals MVP. He
0: won the finals MVP. Which is
1: weird because technically, I mean, Bron killed them statistically, Mm -hmm. but you can't give it to the loser.
0: Right. And he did it in a different way. He did it in a different way. I think a lot of people, a lot of fans have the misconception that in order to be the mvp you have to score the ball you got to be that killer and i'm, I'm throwing this stuff out there, ball that you know where i'm going with mm-hmm. some of this got to be that killer so we can talk about killers later on down the line a little bit but andre gadala won that mvp on his basketball knowledge his basketball iq his teamwork and defense He didn't score a lot of points. At all. At all. But he did everything else, like we like to say, the game within the game, that helped them get those open shots that they knocked down consistently. That adjusted, made defenses adjust to give these guys better shots. Right. So he helped his team win, which I think is a good reason to be an MVP. And at the time, a lot of people were like, why did he get the MVP? Like, he didn't even score or nothing like that. You got to watch the game within the game. And Baldy says this all the time. People, sometimes you get caught up in the commentary, the hype of the commentators when you're watching these games. If you understand anything about basketball, like Baldy always says, watch the game with no volume. Turn the volume off and watch the game. And literally, Watch the game. And if you don't understand what I'm saying, don't focus on for instance mm-hmm. Steph Curry being able to shoot forty footers at mm-hmm. will. Klay Thompson being able to score 30 points without with only taking three dribbles in the shooting. Mm-hmm. You know. Watch the game within the game. Watch what these dudes do outside of their great shooting.
1: Yeah. Watch the repetitiveness of what the coach calls. Absolutely. Again, you can watch the game and be so caught up. Be so caught up in the the hype and the the noise and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. That's fine. That's being a fan. But when you love the game, there's the game after the game. So go back and watch it again. Turn it off. Slow motion plays. You Mm -hmm. can see when a coach called a specific play, who ran it. You can see the look on a player's face, who ran it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Who was open this time? Who wasn't open that time? Mm -hmm. Sixers had a play, four down, where Eric Snow was hit. Everybody in the league knew that play. Yep. But I'm arguing with a guy, and he said, I don't even know why they went that way. I'm like, well, they ran that play 15 times in the first half.
0: And they Did got, you not see it? And they it? got 15 buckets off it of it.
1: worked. So you take what the defense. There's no need to change it up if you can't stop it.
0: You know, what's that What's that old cliche saying? You know, If, if it ain't broke. If
1: it ain't broke, don't fix it.
0: There you go.
1: And I honestly believe <laughs> that they're – in, in that series, or specifically in that game, in game five, there wasn't really much talk about game six. Yep. I watched it again this morning. But in game five, there were adjustments in the third quarter mm-hmm. that the Heat made certain adjustments that gave them runs. Yeah. That L.A. couldn't keep up with. hmm And then they ran out of some gas. Yep. How they got there. to the free throw they line, held the clock, and was yeah. able to get back into the game. So, yeah. had they had some gas in the tank, they would have yeah. ran out on that you thir- know, on that thirteen-two. Yeah. Now
0: that you brought that point up about them running out of gas, just think, think back and imagine, or or envision if Bam and Dragic don't get hurt. If they don't get yeah. hurt, yeah. we we could be looking for we, we could be looking at a game tomorrow night, right. for the overall outright title. We could be looking at a game tomorrow night. And it showed the two games that Bam came back, and then it showed yesterday. Drajic didn't start. His minutes were sparingly, were sparing. Right.
1: Right.
0: And Bam's play was not the Bam that we saw in game one.
1: It wasn't.
0: And you could tell. tell. You could tell. You know, you could tell there was a difference. He he missed a couple round, a couple high percentage shots around the basket that he normally makes, so you could tell. But just envision or imagine if those two don't get hurt, we could very very easily be getting ready for a game seven.
1: Most definitely, because they were almost even match, and mm-hmm. ter- not in terms of star to star or superstar to superstar, but in terms of quality guys, right. those guys that could come in and instantly give a charge, mm-hmm. they were about evenly matched. And when you lost those two, you lost two of your stars.
0: Two of your stars. You know what I mean? Two that, all-stars. And that's
1: hard to do against them, yeah. against the Lakers team.
0: Absolutely. So, shout-outs to Jimmy Butler, though, as well, who had a behemoth final series. And, again, we talked about this out air, And that's where some of the gas was evaporated mm-hmm. with the 43, 45, 45, or 47 minutes he played. In the previous games leading up to game six. So, of course, he ran out of gas. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: There's something that we didn't do. There's something that we didn't do because we got a lot of people on and they, you know, they talking a lot and they throwing stuff in. And we know it's a lot of bandwagon Lakers fans now. Oh, yeah. This is what we know. Of course. Because they say, well, I just like Bron. That's fine. Let's acknowledge who this guy is and what he brought to this sport so they don't think it's all, it's just I mean, pure. It's pure. They think it's pure hate. You know, like, yeah, people think
0: now, if you look at the game, the NBA game on the surface right now, the three-point shot arguably has changed the game. Mm-hmm. And that's due to the superb shooting of the Golden State Warriors when they were in their room. Right, right. So I'll give you that. But I always say, I am not a huge LeBron fan, mm-hmm. but I'm a basketball fan. So I respect and I give credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. I've always said, and Baldy can attest to this and, and co-sign it.
1: Yeah,
0: I've always said it's amazing, sometimes mind-boggling, what he can do on the court at his size. Yeah, I mean, hell, the dude is 6'8", 250, maybe 250 plus. Shit, mm-hmm. She might be close to 265. And And I'm one to admit... Like I said, I'm not a huge fan of him personally, but the things that he does at his size on a basketball court are amazing and sometimes mind-boggling. So in essence, my point is he has changed the game a lot.
1: You can be considered the greatest physical athlete without being called the greatest basketball player of all time. Mm-hmm. You can be, consip- to me, he is arguably the greatest physical athlete that touched this sport. Yeah. There's never been a guy, 6'8", that runs like a guard outside of Magic,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that jumps out the building, Jordan, or Dominique, or Doc, I can keep going back to yeah, guys that we jumped. Can go the, back, we can
0: go we keep going Duncan back Stein, When we talk about athleticism, mm-hmm.
1: David Thompson. I mean, it, the list will go on and on. But then there are things that those guys had. You look at the guys that could jump. Well, there are things that they, they had deficiencies in. Yes. And you can break them down. What Absolutely. he had was a conglomerate of a physical stature. of Carl Malone, same size.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: 6'8", At one time, Brian was 265. Yep. 270. Jumping about a 42-inch vertical. Mike, I believe, still has the highest vertical that ever came in the league. I think it was 45 or something like that. Where where Dominique was at a Mm 43-44. Neek was 6'8. But Neek couldn't dribble like Brian. No. Neek wasn't a better shooter than Brian. No. Neek damn sure wasn't a better passer than Brian. No, he wasn't. So Brian would get the nod over a guy like Neek. Right. Jordan to me is a conglomerate of all things good of a ball player. Mm-hmm. Now throw in athleticism. That's what you can do with Brian. Yeah. Now throw in killer. because that don't show up
0: when it's supposed. When to you
1: play a uh, uh, 2K and you look at the attributes right In the attributes, what does not show right. up is killer instinct. Mm-hmm. It don't show either you got it or you don't. Yep. So when you look at who Brian is in the makeup. The physical makeup of this dude, I don't see, I ain't never seen nothing like this dude. Physically oh, no gifted doubt. in that way. Yeah. That size. The i His IQ of doing things. Mm-hmm. But, he also does things, remedial things, that we teach our little kids not, not to, do. to do. Yeah, things that make you scratch your head. So what are those things people ask? I'm glad you asked. You cannot jump in the air Think about what you're gonna do, and then pass the ball.
0: It never boils. It never boils well for you. It never. You
1: have to have and. you
0: know that too. Point guard, you know now, that.
1: Now he's lucky because he's good enough to do it. Right. But let's let's be clear. He's also second all time in turnovers mm-hmm. behind Carl Malone. Mm-hmm. So I find that amazing. we not
0: we're not going to talk about that free throw percentage. C minus.
1: C minus going on, George. 72%. C minus. Mm-hmm. So if your kid was getting C's.
0: Yeah. You feel some type of way about it. your kid that.
1: was getting C minus, he's close to a D than he is C plus.
0: Okay, Damani does fuss up. He says true.
1: And, and but I'm just and this, is a, and this is just a critique of parts of his game. The majority of his game is right. on a higher A level. Right. There right. are parts that you take out. You can take Shaq. Shaq had. Everything about Shaq was, hey, 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 hey. Guess what was it? His
0: free throw shooting. Free throw shooting, yeah. He was a F. Like, you, <laughs> and, and, you know, you can go, you can argue MJ coming in. Right. MJ came in. He was athletic as hell. And
1: somebody get to get to the cup. too.
0: He's going to get to the cup. He's going he to gonna dunk on you. He's going to finish around the rim, whatever. But until late in his career... His jump shot wasn't. It wasn't. It was was questionable. It wasn't. And trust me, I'm a Michael Jordan fan. But, like I said, I have to call a spade a spade. Right. So, I'm just saying, this is the whole thing that we're talking about, all you LeBron sexuals, all you LeBron fans, where it's critique, it's not hate. Mm Mm-hmm. So you, you have to understand it. And Once we you understand it. that... <laughs> We're giving
1: this man his props.
0: Definitely. And we always give him his props. We gotta give this man his props. Always. But you have to understand that there is going to be critique along the way. Cool. Either way, win or lose, there's going to be critique. There's always going to be. It's always going to be critique. Because you will still have a lot of people like the, like the NBA, current NBA players that tweeted... And we're all over social media about game five. A lot of them that we could consider killers. Mm-hmm. One, Dame Lillard, who just popped in the top of my head. because That's the one I remember most recently seeing. He made the right basketball play. But Dame also said, I'm shooting that. Mm-hmm. CJ McCullum, who's on the verge of being a killer. Mm-hmm. And I say that because he's a great player. He's an all-star. But he plays alongside Dane. Mm-hmm. He does have that killer instinct. Because of his situation, it's just not his time right now. Right,
1: right.
0: If he were on another team, I would possibly say, yeah, definitely killer. So I'm saying he has the potential to be a killer. But he has that mentality. With him saying, it's the right basketball play when you look at overall basketball. But. I'm taking that shot.
1: But let's go into what makes it the right basketball play. Let's Mm -hmm. break down the play in terms of what makes that play the right basketball play. The reason why you'll hear people say it's the right basketball play is because when he made the play, at least four defenders was around. Yeah, so somebody was open. So, right. In that sense... To jump in the air, turn 190 degrees, throw it back 30 feet to a guy that that seems like he's all on the island by himself. It's the right way to go. Right. To move it away from the traffic. Right. I understand that. Jumping in the air, passing it, not the right way to go. But somebody, I ain't going, I ain't going, Chris James, it's not when your IQ is good, you can do what you want. When your IQ is good, that won't happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about IQ in situational basketball. Right. When that game's on the line, so when that game's on the line, right. shooters shoot, scorers yep. score, passers pass. The
0: the ongoing yeah, joke, what the ongoing joke, or the ongoing talk about Kobe, God rest his soul, may he rest in peace, was, What's the play? <laughs> what's, the play? what's the play? Get I'm the shooting. ball to number twenty four yeah, 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 and get, get out, out the, out the way. way. Get out the way. You know, I posted, I shared. Shout out to my guy Ray Lions, uh, Lions Den Sports. Mm-hmm. I posted, I shared his post. I also sent it to you, boss, and mm-hmm. You told me you saw it. Yeah, it, it's a montage of Michael Jordan, and it's a montage of him being the killer that we speak about consistently. Mm-hmm. Where all, if you go back, it's in the group. Go find it. You know, I shared it. You can go find it. You'll see it immediately. Some of those shots that he took, he had to fight to get the ball. Mm-hmm. But it's the mentality, like Kobe had, and Michael Jordan even said it at one point: "I'm gonna take that shot every time and live it. with the result." You're gonna take it. You're gonna take it. So, folks, that's what we mean when we say to killer. Yeah. Now, Chuck, my friend Chuck E. A. is on here, and I'm sure he can appreciate that. He's a Boston Celtics fan. He can appreciate that because. He had Larry Legend to watch, as Mm -hmm. all of us did. But he was a fan of Celtics, so it was a little different for him. He could chime in and say the same thing. Right. When it got to that point, Larry taking that shot. He
1: taking it. You knew he was taking
0: it. He's taking that shot. Do about it. You know, and (laughs) I'm not saying that anybody's a higher, better than anybody else at this point. We're just talking about that overall, that killer instinct where everybody in the building knows you're getting ready to get the ball. You are going to take that shot and they're taking that shot.
1: And, and and this is what I did. This is what I did on social media. What I said to most people that responded. What I asked them was to break down the play in seconds. Cuz they like, "What well, was the last? It was a last second decision." No, it wasn't. It was a 16 second decision. Mm-hmm. So, So do the numbers. One, one thousand. Listen, dog. Fifteen seconds. You can almost yeah. run a 200-meter run mm-hmm. in 18. So, don't tell me that 16 seconds is a last-second decision. Right. The pick came at 13. Yep. Too early. Yeah. Because you don't want to leave no time left for them to get an opportunity. Even if you score a two or a three, mm-hmm. they still get an opportunity. Yep. You don't want to leave none of that. You want to be the last shot, and that's it. That's it. 16 seconds. Ball inbound. He holds it for a second. He calls for the pick. Danny Green doesn't come with the pick on the inside. Mm -hmm. Danny Green goes to the outside. LeBron takes the ball first two steps. He's going that way. Danny Green slides to the top of the key. Mm -hmm. He's open. After your second, if it was designed to get him the ball, yeah. That, the was the step, time. that was
0: the time to get it to him. Yeah.
1: Okay. That's the second dribble. Mm-hmm. That third dribble is a pull-up elbow jump shot. It's that's a mid-range know. jump shot yep. with with the defender on your hip. And the, second, def- the second defender is behind the and other defender.
0: And as we said, a higher percentage shot.
1: Okay. That's the third dribble. The fourth and fifth dribble, he's in the paint. And then he takes two steps and jumps in the air. Mm-hmm. So all his movement at no time was his eye on the rim, his head was down, right. he wasn't trying to score. Right. So I understand why he passed the ball. He wanted to be a diversion and not the reason. Mm-hmm. The diversion doesn't want it Right. to me. Right. You're, you're, you're just there to, yeah. to cause confusion, to throw everybody off. I mean, shit, sure, they could have
0: put, put J.R. Smith in to do that. So, here's the
1: other thing. Yeah. And people thing. I mean,
0: I'm playing devil's advocate right here, too. I mean, hell, they could have put Deion in to do that.
1: But also, here's the other thing. Even after his third dribble, when the third defender slid over to stop him from coming down, well, guess who's in the corner to your right? Markeith is sitting right there. Yep. Shorter pass. So, it's a shorter distance pass in your eyesight to mm-hmm. get a shot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Danny's a better shooter. I get that. Two dribbles still later again, step later, you throw it out thirty feet. Still
0: again, if you go to Markeith in that corner, which is the shortest three-point shot. Which is shorter. Again. H-I-G-H-E-R. P-E-R-C-E-N-T-A-G-E. Higher percentage, man. S-H-O-T. Higher, percentage, the higher shot. percentage shot. So me just chiming in with that, and I'm still gonna keep playing devil's advocate from time to time as we walk as we get you mm-hmm. through this. Mm-hmm. Again, and Baldy pointed it out, with all of that that went on, Danny Green slides out to the three. Mm-hmm. He just told me that Danny Green recently said, after they won the championship, he yeah. said that he would have probably stepped in, taken a better shot. Mm-hmm. This is where we talk about knowledge of the game, understanding of the game, mm-hmm. situational basketball well, IQ.
1: And what options you had
0: you got the the ball 16 seconds you're only down one you're only down one just one as I recall a regular bucket in a basketball game is worth two points you shoot that top of the key foul line extended or light ball dimension elbow jump shot mid range game and
1: then sell that pump fake if you got to it's saw that pump a one
0: point you. win
1: So one point win
0: worst case scenario somebody tries to catch up and fouls you you shoot two free throws you either tie or you win by one point
1: well guess what we know as coaches we know the kids on our teams that are terrible free throw shooters Absolutely. And we know that when that game's on the line, normally your point guard was your best free-throw shooter. Mm-hmm. So guess what? I want the ball in his hand yep. because if they bump you, or, you're getting fouled.
0: Or in that particular moment, we risk, we, we take that gamble, and we take the poor free-throw shooters out of the game.
1: There you go. There you go. And, and again, it's hard when you're one of your worst free-throw shooters is your best player. It is. And when your best player got the ball... He ain't trying to get the he ain't trying to get to mm-hmm. the free throw line. Kevin
0: Wolf, thanks for tuning in.
1: He ain't trying to get to the free throw line. Yeah. Cause now that C minus, that C minus gets serious. Yeah. That C minus from that free throw line now shows up. Mm-hmm. I watched him yesterday, just miss two. He missing free throws all over the place. Mm-hmm. But again, that's the chink in his armor. Yeah. Out of all the greatness that he has, that's that's part mm-hmm. of his chink. You know right. I mean, Everybody got that little Eric, something, something in your game that oh, If no you fine tune it will make you even greater You mm-hmm. know what I mean and that's one of the things in this game But that portion If that coach would have said Danny's been knocking it down from the corner Well let me get Danny there Right Let me run Marquise up Marquise can slide because He's a better shooter facing the basket He and can he, knock it down from the corner too
0: And he'll shoot the mid range too
1: And he'll step up and shoot the mid range But he would have used that. You got Danny in the court. He's in Definitely. your eyesight now. Yep. But you don't need a three. This you is my need point. You don't need a three. Which is another you thing. You don't need a three. Which is
0: another thing I think has caused the game to hurt by the three-point shot, where everybody looks for the three-point shot. And it's something that Mark Jackson said a long time ago. He said it, it, it's disturbing. it was disturbing to him, and I'm paraphrasing. He said it was disturbing to him that now, currently, a lot of time he'll go into gyms and see high school kids and junior high school kids play, and everybody wants to shoot the three.
1: Right.
0: Where we are now, the NBA is lacking players with mid range games.
1: I don't know They're why lacking
0: shoot. players with mid range games. Everyone wants that extra point. But if you do your history, there are players who shot the three that also had mid range games. Right. I mean, Larry Bird, as I mentioned earlier, was one who could just, he was just a flat out shooter. Okay. Richard Hamilton. Right. Was one of the masters of the mid range game.
1: And when you have a mid range game, There's not a spot that you can't get to on the floor. It's not a spot that you can't get to on the floor. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler was walking through. Listen, DeMar DeRozan had a crazy mid-range game. DeMar
0: DeRozan.
1: Kawhi Leonard has a crazy mid-range game. Anthony Davis has a a Mm mid-range game. That's why I didn't understand. Why don't you put the ball in the hand of your best offensive player, which is Anthony Davis. Mm -hmm. Anthony Davis been doing it. Mm-hmm. So, he has an array of and, offensive skill set to get him a shot on.
0: And, just what you're saying that, Baldy, your chances of getting a foul on Anthony Davis are a little bit greater because of his size, which I mean his length. And,
1: it's a better free throw shooter. Better free throw shooter. And, he knows how to score. LeBron, if he going to the basket... He's a freight train coming. Mm-hmm. you either going to foul him or he's going to get that him, he gonna
0: get it or you You going to move
1: out his way. But you live with it because if you foul him, there's a possibility you get part of that possession back because of his free throw shooting. Yep. I can live with him shooting 30, 32 feet out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's fine. You shoot 10 of them. On a good night, Brian will make about six of them.
0: Absolutely. On a bad
1: night, he may, may make two or three of them. Mm-hmm. I can kind of live with that. But the issue is not whether or not He's If it's in his repertoire, the issue is whether or not he even attempted to try it because he's done it before against San Antonio. Mm -hmm. That same type of movement, set the pick, came around the curve, three guys came out, he slammed on bricks, pulled up at the elbow, knocked the three down. down. This is the same thing he did, and I was expecting Mm -hmm. sort of that same thing before that play even occurred. I was expecting that. All he needs is to pull up or get mm-hmm. to the free throw line. Any ball player watching that play knows, all right, right. Uh, they in foul trouble, all right, uh, ain't no need for, yeah, spread everybody out. That way he yep. got room. All right, now work your magic. If they collect, if, if the second team come pull, pull up, we're going to live and die with mm-hmm. you shooting that.
0: Absolutely. And with that being said, <laughs> folks, it is now 11.51, 51 minutes past the 11 a.m. hour. Great start to another great show, another great episode. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to check our notes. We're going to gather our comments from Mm -hmm. our people that have chimed in. Thanks to everybody on my feed that tuned in. Kevin Wolf, Damani Harper, George Santos, Chuck E.A., Ivan Robinson. There were some difficulties, Ivan, bringing you in. We'll try it again when we come back. If not, just send us your comments, type them in, and we'll get them read on air. Mm We're going to take a quick break. When we come back. We're going to continue this conversation. We're going to continue this oh, dialogue
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'm
0: sure Baldy's got a lot. I saw him on his phone Listen, and I'm try- I saw him there. He's trying to gather trying it to together. So we'll be back. You are tuned in to Sports Rack, Heat 100 Radio. We'll see you on the other side in just a few minutes.
1: All right, y'all. So we're on a little break. So I'll get a chance to go through some stuff. If any of you guys are trying to get on here and be in this camera, uh, just let me know. Back with
0: part two. Of today's installment of Sports Rap Podcast. It's your boy, Sports Rap. your boy, D. It's your boy, Ball In the building. Yes, sir. So We are continuing this NBA Finals critique. And, again, a lot of people are probably going to continue to say that there is hate. We've seen it mm-hmm. all along. We're going to get to some of Baldy's comments mm-hmm. um, that were chimed in on some of his viewers. Damani. You you said get to the champs, so we on the champs now. The champs. So whenever you feel free, Eric White, my guy, good thanks White for tuning in. Here's your chance, your opportunity, to add your comments. I, like I said, I'm getting the alerts, so you see, I'm shouting everybody out. I know when you're watching, I know when you're tuned in. So you got to give me comments if you don't want to call in. Give us your comments. Cause we're here and we can read the comments on there. Mm-hmm.
1: So and tell him too if he wants to go
0: live, that way yours stay open. Yeah, he can. If you, you want to switch in, yeah, switch over to Baldi's and I'll. In time. I, think him I, gotta, in. Yeah, I think I got a little bit too much stuff going yeah. on over here with mine because I couldn't get um, Mighty Mouse in. And we can try again, once again, Mighty Mouse, if you want. If not, just type in your comments mm-hmm. and anything you want to say and um, add that in. As I said, Mighty Mouse, um, good friend of the show. You all know him, legendary Philly boxer yes sir great fighter in general um they just had a fight last week with his fighter Nafir charles got his fifth victory fourth by knockout um they got an upcoming fight on november the 11th i believe it is i posted it so you can get back to the group and Mm -hmm. find that if you need more information d hit me on my instagram at sports rap underscore d i posted it there or you can message me in the group sports rap podcast on facebook and i can get you all the information that you need for that, so Baldy just read an interesting comment, mm-hmm. and we read it off air and I immediately said that we got to read that on air. So we'll get to that, all right, real quick.
1: All right, so this this comment, shout out to my man Rube, Ruben Payne. It's, a, it's one of it's, it's a coach in this city that
0: he hey, puts in work. Alicia Martinez, cuz thanks yes, for sir. tuning in.
1: So shout out to Ruben. Rub, your your. Uh... Shout
0: out to you, Ruben. Thanks for tuning yes, in. Yes, sir.
1: Your comment was. We got we to gotta stop comparing Brian to MJ. The game was different. MJ error. There was no three-second call. For all y'all that want to learn basketball, I want y'all to dig in right now. Get your pens, get your paper, yeah, write it down. Notes. So we understand errors and why a player can score in certain areas that they can score in now that they couldn't then. All right? Mm-hmm. No three-second call. No defensive three-second call. All right? You can hand-check. Some players like for, for, for a defender to have their hand on them. That way they can use that against them, yep. that momentum against them. Yep. But you I'm going to add something at the end of yeah, this comment about are, that hand-check. You were checking. able to to mm-hmm. move a player. As a defensive player, you were able to really literally mm-hmm. push an offensive player in a way that, that the discretion of the referee was kind of blurry at mm-hmm. that particular time. It was a more physical error. Um. There was no flagrant one, two, three foul calls. Right. So that means in that era of Michael Jordan. They pretty much had to be bleeding
0: to get that flagrant foul.
1: Right. It. it they had to start rumbling and couldn't control the mm-hmm. rumble in order for somebody to get thrown out. Now, if you're on a break and somebody bumps you and you sell it, they almost get kicked out the mm-hmm.
0: game. So you got to go review that.
1: Yeah. So they review. You get two Mm -hmm. You get, first of all, you get the continuation, that's two. The flagrant, that's two. And you get the ball back.
0: And a lot of times that's a two, four, at worst, at least, it's a six-point turnaround.
1: And and that's big. That's Mm -hmm. big. And a game that could be a difference in between one or two points Mm -hmm. now turns into a seven, eight-point game. Yep. All right? So there was no zone. No zone. You had the man up. You had to man up, and you had to you had to literally bump off your man, and your man the the advantages and disadvantage became apparent on a basketball court. Yep. So when you got a guy like Isaiah, that you can play, uh, uh Cleveland, at the time, mm-hmm. where a guy like uh, 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 Mark Price was playing on Isaiah, he gets bumped off. It's no chance. Now you got now you got your biggest guy on the guard.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: On one he's of the at, baddest guards in he's the league. at his mercy. Where in this era, you just sit in an area. Mm-hmm. That's that's all the zone is. You can be in an area. And it, it kind of forces you to take certain mm-hmm. shots. And,
0: and just to pay attention to mm-hmm. people, look at the basketball courts now and then go look at an old basketball court. That defensive circle under the basket, Michael Jordan's era, it wasn't It
1: wasn't there. there. It wasn't there. All right. And remember, the series were the best of five until the conference final NBA finals was the best of seven. Yep. So you so you got to go off of, you know, when you start looking at how LeBron even is able to have all these wins. Yeah. You're talking about two extra games.
0: Because most of them are seven now. I was just getting ready to say that. There's some people that's probably going to chime in and wonder why I said this or maybe even question why I said this. Mm -hmm. But, again, like I said in the last segment, there's going to be times when I'm going to play devil's advocate. So, what you just said, three, five-game series, five-game, then it was a seven. Mm -hmm. So, now, playing devil's advocate, the game got softer and you got (laughs) two more chances to win.
1: Not only that. Think about this. Z, not that. Think about this. We're talking about a series that's going to five. So I only got to beat you three times. Absolutely. Right? Yep. Now you got your regular playoff games are seven. Mm-hmm. So now I got to beat you four times. So mm-hmm. you got to win at least four. Got to win at least four. If, if, the, if it goes 4-1, we played five games. I still had to beat you four. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now that's an extra win in the win column. I don't got seven chances. I got five chances. Which yep. one you think is harder to play? Mm-hmm. I only got five games. Yep. I ain't got seven chances. I ain't got no time mm-hmm. to do the low management of a guy getting hurt. That's why they play at, right. And year. we look
0: at it now. It, it, it's set up for an ideal NBA situations playoffs, excluding the bubble. It's set up for the home team because they'll have four games at home in the seven-game series as opposed to the lower seed having three games. Yeah. Where in the five-game series, I've got three games at home, Mm -hmm. and the other two are at my opponent's building. So now, in order for me to win, even if I'm the higher seed, I
1: lose one at home.
0: I got (laughs) to get one in your building. (laughs) Got to. Cause I only got three in mine, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then like Baldy just said, you better not lose one at home. Cause now you got to get both games on the road. On the road,
1: and, and it's a different mindset. That's why when you look at the way they played the game, and I always say about when you talk about the '80s and you talk about the players in the '80s, what makes a player special is what the era dictated and how you stood out. Right. Magic stood out because there was nothing like him. No, he was a six eight point guard who ran. He was a basically he was yeah. a power forward. Yep. And when people saw that Magic was doing everything against the Sixers, what was in his makeup to do it? They had never seen nothing like him. Absolutely. I get it. Mm-hmm. What made Michael Jordan special was the fact there was no six six two guards that really dribbled.
0: Right. They were the spot up shooter guys.
1: They were specialists. Yep. You did have Andrew Tony who could get the ball off, Dennis Johnson who could get their shot off. You had guys that could do it, but mm-hmm. they won one six six and right. they did not have a forty five inch vertical. Not at all. So that made him special. Mm-hmm. And the fact that this dude could defend, now he's on a smaller guy. Mm-hmm. He could post them up. He can go by them. He can. Yep. He was a very good free throw shooter. Mm-hmm. So when you start taking apart. His game, the only thing that you could think of pertaining to Michael Jordan was, ah, he just can't beat these other teams. The Bulls couldn't beat those teams. Not just Mm -hmm. him. Right. He was a scorer. Nick was a scorer. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. AI.
1: AI was a scorer. But in that 80s era, those were good teams. Yes. You had to have a good team. So when we had these conversations about possibly comparing guys, Mm Mm-hmm. I'm always going to say... Aaron Hunt,
0: thanks for tuning in.
1: Big Bird. Mm -hmm. I'm always going to say, when you attempt to compare people, you have to understand where these players came from, Mm -hmm. why they are special, why they stood out, because it truly was a center's league. Yeah. It was based around your big man. So for this guard to do what he was doing was extraordinary. Mm -hmm. Now, fast forward, go 10 years later. There were guards that had the general makeup, the physicality of a Jordan. Jumping out Mm -hmm. the gym, they they doing all types of stuff. Yeah, but they still didn't have Jordan stuff. Right. So there was stuff that they, even though physically, Mm -hmm. they could do some of the things Mike did. Yep. They still ain't have that. Yep. And what was that? Yep,
0: it was still some blanks.
1: There's always going to be that thing we say, it. Yep. You either got it or you, well, you don't. don't.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> you can't teach it. You can't buy it. You can't, either you got it or you, you don't. Do. Either yep. you
1: got it or you don't. And when we talk, to, when we talk about Brian, we're we're normally talking about decision-making in mm-hmm. and, and specific times, mainly in the finals because he's been there so many times. But it's always going to come down to what did he do at this point or that point or that point. And it's not to kill this man's game. It's no, to not critique it yeah. to where... Had he done it, how much mm-hmm. greater could he have been? Had he started posting up, how much greater? I understand why you don't post up. Because they're going to foul you, and it's going to expose how your deficiency at the free throw line shows up. Yep. So, I get it. So, let me stay away from that. Yeah. I, I, they put, it, mm-hmm. Psychologically, Yeah. there are guys that won't go to their left. Yep. It exposes them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They will not do it. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and when the defense knows it, they can not It's mind.
0: guys that won't drive to the basket, period.
1: What we used to do back in the day, when you know somebody can't jump, you say, come on, I'll give you Lane. I'll mm-hmm. give you Lane. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll give it to you. I, yep. know, I know I'm going to punch this joint. Yep. I'm or gonna I know,
0: you. I'm going to say half a step, two steps off you, because I know you're going to shoot that from right there. You're not even going to attempt go to, attempt the to the come basket. Down yeah. not even going to
1: attempt to
0: come down there. not even going to attempt. what I wanted to add in when we talked about the older generation, or the the, the '80s with the hand check.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Gary Payton, the glove, was superb at the hand check, and a lot of people misconstrued his nickname, thinking with the glove because he played great defense. Mm-hmm. That was part of it, but he was on TV. He was on NBA on TNT, right? And he had a, they had a little segment with him, and they were talking about Steph Curry at the time. And again, no disrespect to Steph Curry, he does what he does great. I get that. It's his era now. That's what they do. He's great at it. Okay. One of the things Gary Payton said was, if you watch him, if you watch him enough, you can pick up what he does to get mm-hmm. his shots. Mm-hmm. Again, not taking anything away from Steph Curry. But his whole point was, the way the game has changed. Gary Payton said, and I'm paraphrasing, if I had been able to play against him where he played when I played, my hand check will throw his rhythm completely off and it will switch and have him at my mercy as opposed to him putting other defensive players at his mercy yeah because now i'm putting sending you where i want you to go where i have the upper Mm -hmm. hand you're not going to set me up where you got the upper hand i'm going to set you up to where I have the upper hand. So I just wanted to add that in so people understand what you meant You know, when you talk about the hand check. And that hand check was a lot because the hand check went on your hip. Right. And when you teach kids initially, when you tell them to play D, you tell them, watch the hips. Mm-hmm. The hips are the, the, hips are the tell, you. as they say in poker, the hips are the tell. Now,
1: exactly where the players go. If
0: I can get my hand on that hip, I can control everything that you do. hmm as opposed to you with the step back. There would be no step. If you could hand check now. There would there be, be no, no step, step backs. backs.
1: True. True. You wouldn't have space to do it. You wouldn't have space to do it. You wouldn't be able to get into the step <laughs> you back. Would, you wouldn't have no space. You would be able to do it. It's like, like you said. It's a different era. It's totally different. And we can't keep having these conversations about. Greatness and who's the greatest? That to me, Kareem is the greatest. Right. That's me. I think on every level, this man has been great. Mm-hmm. He's the number one scorer. If you, if, if I mean, he got over almost sixty right. five hundred assists
0: mm-hmm.
1: as a center. Like, yeah, and, shot and, you block, know, like you name it.
0: The, the, the funny thing, it. you say that, and, and I think more people need to understand that. That. These conversations are what they are. People bring them up just to see who's right, who's allegedly right or allegedly who's wrong. Within, when in essence, there's never any right or wrong mm-hmm. in those types of situations. Because, just getting back real quick to the MJ LeBron thing. And you talk about titles. You talk about championships. You talk about championship series. And again, folks, I'm playing devil's advocate. So if you feel you need to chime in, chime in, Please. Sports Rap Podcast on Facebook Live. You People always talk about MJ when people say, oh, but well, he got six rings. And and it was in a movie, Bad Teacher, and a lot of people say it still. It's the only argument that you have. And mm-hmm. I quote from the teacher that set it up to the little kid in that movie, it's the only argument I need. Right. Now, Frank just tuned in. Now, to understand that or to give you a better understanding of that, no discredit to Brian. It's a great feat. Been to the finals 10 times. He's still two behind Michael Jordan. And he's been there four more times. Arguably, if MJ doesn't have the situation with his dad and him retiring from basketball, he could be 8-0 and in the finals. True. And I mean... For all intent purposes, I'll say seven. Because I'll give them one loss in those two that he missed. Mm-hmm. I'll give them one in there, So I'll say seven. He's still three ahead of LeBron. Right. In less appearances. Mm-hmm. Okay. The only championship, as far as team-wise, that LeBron <laughs> has won, where you couldn't arguably say that that was a super team, was the one in Cleveland when he went back. Right. He got them to the finals in Cleveland, but he couldn't do it all by himself.
1: Now right,
0: they say hindsight is twenty twenty. Definitely twenty twenty. Michael Jordan came in as the scorer to a mediocre Chicago Bulls team. Mm-hmm. He did what he did. He just couldn't get over the hump because he was himself. And at that time, when he played. Teams realized, oh, he the only one they got. Mm-hmm. He can get 40, but he's gonna feel this 40 <laughs> and they not gonna win. Correct. Okay. Then you move to the other side, of LeBron. And Frank says MJ was another monster. He's still the goat. Had that's eight chance. Right. He would have possibly had eight, Frank. We just said that. Um, he probably would have beat Houston twice. You know, I was just saying, to be nice for sake of a dialogue, just say seven. Mm-hmm. Um He said that he's a Lakers fan and he still has that number. He still said, I'm a Lakers fan. I still say he's not number one over MJ. That's true. I mean, I'm glad you said that. That, That's a good point. Now, we move to the other side. LeBron got his first chip in Miami where he went to a team that was already a champion. Dwyane Wade was a champion before he got there. If you don't know that, he won it with Shaq. And at that point, Shaq didn't win the MVP. Dwayne Wade won the MVP. Mm-hmm. So he goes there. They bring along Chris Bosch. And I tell this story frequently. When it first happened, I told a lot of people they're not going to win it their first year together. Nah. And was- people thought I was crazy when I said that. For the face value, oh, they got LeBron, D Wade, and Chris Bosch who in their own right, before they teamed up, were right. the man on their respective teams. Right. We all know you play basketball, it's only one ball. Mm-hmm. For those three guys to come together, after being the guy who's going to take that last shot, mm-hmm. the guy who is the man, the main focus of their respective teams, they have to figure that out.
1: Yeah, somebody has. Somebody to has
0: to defer at some point, or somebody has to mm-hmm. say, "Look, it's, excuse me, it's your night. You got it tonight. Mm-hmm. It's going to take some time." And like I said, Dallas beat them because Dallas was a, more of a team. And when I say more of a team, they played together as they, a five on the court unit. They were
1: more fluent, more
0: so unit. than. The yeah. three on the unit with the other two guys on the court mm-hmm. as far as the Miami at that time. Right. So they progress and they move on and they win two. Okay. The, the biggest thing I like to bring up in that Miami Heat run were the two champions, the two finals appearances against the San Antonio Spurs. First time they played the Spurs in the finals, they beat the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Spurs still had a 10. They still had Tim Duncan, Manu. And Tony, but they beat him. Right. Outright. They beat him. No questions. The next time around, we all know what happened then. Mm-hmm. San Antonio whooped that ass. Mm-hmm. Showed them, oh, it ain't going to just take three, y'all. You need everybody. Yeah. And at that point, it was San Antonio with their big three. And I'm just saying big three because that's what people say now. Mm-hmm. They also had Boris Diaw off the bench. Mm-hmm. They had. Bruce Bowen, the specialist. Mm-hmm. That's five people right there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a unit that won that championship and showed them you got to be a unit
1: and yeah. win this. I think the Juan Blair might have been on that
0: team. Yeah, too, right? you got to be a unit and win this. One of those teams, I think um, Malik Rose was on one of those teams, yeah, if on not one. both of them. So, you know, you got the pieces where you need the pieces. Malik Rose was the, the defensive player the rebound. Mm-hmm. We got our scorers. We need people to do the little stuff. Mm-hmm. OK, then LeBron becomes a free agent again. He goes back to Cleveland where, again, Kyrie was there and Kyrie couldn't do it by himself. Right. They get back together. They add some pieces in, whatever, some specialists, mm-hmm. and they get one in Cleveland over Golden State, mind you. They get one. OK. Year after that, it pretty much the bottom pretty much drops out of it. So now you move on and you become a free agent. You get to the Lakers. Your first year there, this is the second year there, right? This is the second year in the Lakers, yeah. right? First year there, you don't even make the playoffs because of what was already there. So now you build, you move pieces and you build this second super team, so to speak. You get rid of all these guys that freed up all of this money. Mm-hmm. You bring in Anthony Davis. Alright, he's a free agent. Whatever. He's bringing Anthony Davis. He signs there. He's got a guy that's 6'9", almost 7 foot. He tells you, I don't want to be the 5. I'm not coming if I got to play the 5. Which would have been absurd in Michael Jordan's era. you right. six 6'9", right. or you're going to play some 4 yeah. with the 5, dog.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't care what you say. Well, you can stay where you at. Mm-hmm.
1: You're you telling me you ain't going to sacrifice.
0: Then, <laughs> you add in pieces, who, and I said this, and this goes back to the walking off the court episode when he showed his frustration not necessarily handpicked these dudes but a lot of these dudes you had your hand in bringing them to the the, organization michael jordan and like i said i'm playing devil's advocate and i'm just pointing out some things like we said there's no hate it's not really a comparison i'm just pointing out some things of how the game has changed and progressed It's no real center center play in the NBA right now. Back in the eighties when Michael Jordan played, your games were evolved around your centers. Mm -hmm. So we had Scotty, who was the other All Star. Okay, but for the most part, it's pretty much it.
1: That was it.
0: His centers were the likes of
1: Brad Sellers, Brad
0: Sellers, Bill Wennington, Luke Longley. Corzine, an uh, old decrepit Bill Cartwright.
1: You might have you had Orlando Woolridge. Orlando
0: Woolridge, who was, young. Woolrich, was right. a
1: young Orlando Woolridge, but
0: was out was outsized at yeah, the time playing center. They won. Mm-hmm. Okay, and people are all people will argue if he didn't have Scotty, he still wouldn't have won.
1: Well, take that back. You talk about in the early eighties, mm-hmm. right? I'm,
0: I'm all right. Go ahead. Yeah, people will say that he didn't have Scotty yeah. he wouldn't have But I mean, his guards were B.J. Armstrong, Ron Harper, Steve Kerr, John Paxson. None of these guys were great players. Mm-hmm. They were very solid, very good players. Mm-hmm. But they all had roles. Mm-hmm. He had Horace Grant, right? Again, Frank, I said Bill Cartwright. I said Horace Grant. Mm-hmm. But my point is. None of those guys at that era were dominant centers at that time. None of
1: them. They did their job.
0: Okay. The
1: Scott Williams. They
0: did their job. Like we like to say, they were serviceable. Cherokee Parks. Right. They were serviceable (laughs) for what they did. And they won three. They knew their role. They knew their role. Now, the catch-22 is Michael Jordan. They won the first three. Michael Jordan had some personal issues, things of that nature. Um, Frank said he would have won some trips without Scottie. I think so too. So he had his personal issues. He, he left the game. He said he would
1: have won without. He Scottie. would have.
0: He would have won without Scottie. I disagree. He, he, it's, that's that's arguable too. Baldy no, says he disagrees. There was no
1: other Scottie Pippen in the league.
0: No other one. Right. So who, who
1: you going? Who you stage Scottie for? Y- you don't. You There's can't. There's not another number two Mm-mm. that has scored and has... as. Accumulated that many statistical categories in NBA, right? As a number two option.
0: Yep. So you move into that little gap, that two year gap where he left the game, and I say this all the time, and I just said it again, and Baldy agrees, and other people agree with me. Arguably, they could have won those two in between.
1: Yeah, without him. Yeah,
0: without
1: him, it was there. It was one shot away from going back to the jet.
0: So he comes back. (laughs) during the season, not at the beginning of the season, during the season, Mm -hmm. he comes back and the Orlando Magic that had a solid team put Mm -hmm. together.
1: Young young core, yeah. Beat Mm them. And like I said, I was
0: an MJ fan. I wasn't a Chicago Bulls fan, but I was an MJ fan. They got beat. Mm -hmm. No questions about it. They got beat. Okay? What he did is what really... Sold me and impressed me a lot. What he did was, he made it up in his mind that, okay, y'all beat me, and all of these people, y'all knew who I was in the first three. So y'all saying I lost a step.
1: Mm-hmm. Y'all
0: saying this, y'all saying that. Basically, give me a training camp, and we'll see what happens after that. Right. Went through it. Came back. And they won three, three more. more in a row not just one three more over time they won three Straight. more in a row <laughs> one of the biggest things they did in that second half was they made the adjustment and they went out and got dennis Rodman, mm-hmm. who was still undersized as a center mm-hmm. but he had the heart and the penchant for rebounding What's and people don't know do your homework know your history folks Dennis Rodman in college and high school was a scorer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When he got to the pros, he knew where he fit in to make the team successful.
1: And let's remember, too. Although oh, it go let ahead. Do, this, you, this is my last point.
0: Before I, before I let you change my body, but what I'm point, the point I'm getting at is none of these guys were superstars on another team. And Michael Jordan, or Scottie Pittman, said, yo, we need him because he's a superstar. Right. We need to play with him. Right.
1: They were pieces.
0: They were pieces. They
1: were pieces that, that
0: fit into what they could do. Mm-hmm. And yep. and
1: back and before you move on, let's give a, let, let me have a little uh, segment on what Dennis Rodman did in terms mm-hmm. of statistical. Because, Absolutely. Because we're in a statistical era. There's a lot of analytical cats out here that want to throw stats out here. Mm-hmm. Let's look at what a rebound does for your offense. 24-second mm-hmm. shot shot clock. Okay, shot goes up. Let's say shot goes up at eight, eight seconds. Mm-hmm. Comes off. Dennis Robin snatches it, throws it back out. Fresh 24. Bang. That's a defensive possession.
0: Before you finish, real quick, not that 14 second reset.
1: Yeah, exactly. Not the 14 second I reset. I got the whole 24 all over again. 24 all over. So now we reset it back to 24, right? This, and this is an offensive rebound. So now you're giving a dude like Michael Jordan, a a killer, a second opportunity to either get to the basket, get an and one, stop the clock, or get to the basket, get fouled, shoots two, stop the clock, stop the clock, or get an open shot. You take your pick, but what you just did was found three ways to get killed again. And you Mm -hmm. couldn't stop Dennis Rodden, he's getting 20 rebounds. Mm-hmm. So let's do the numbers.
0: 14 of them 20 is, is offensive rebounds at the time. He's
1: resetting <laughs> the clock back the 24, mm-hmm. 20 times.
0: Yep. And mind you, before you finish, mind you, people, he's resetting that shot clock back, but that game clock is still going in and one motion. the game motion.
1: clock is still going. You're burning one. T- now you're playing catch up. Mm-hmm. So this is what this dude brought to the table that allowed one of the most prolific scorers, to get yep. twenty more
0: opportunities. So in essence, <laughs> to score in on. essence, instead of having twenty-four seconds to get a shot, I've got almost a minute now to get a shot.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <It's>
0: Forty-eight <laughs> seconds. Now I've exactly. got almost a minute to get a shot. And how
1: about this? How about on a free throw, when you miss, and he gets that? So now I got an opportunity. To foul another one of your guys again, you only got five before you're in the penalty, so now you're in the yep. penalty in the first five minutes mm-hmm. of a quarter. Yep. So, what so the pressure that's put, and this is what we mean about the nuances of understanding situational basketball and what Absolutely. a player can bring to your team. Yep. A dude like that don't exist no more. The last guy we seen like that was Ben Wallace. Yeah. They're, I don't understand why a kid not coming out of school who's a bruiser mm-hmm. not take bits and pieces of what those two dudes did as Absolutely. a defender and re- recreate themselves in this game mm-hmm. as being that guy I don't understand why Why not yep. because it makes you so much more
0: yeah Frank they won 72
1: yeah, yeah they won 72 they didn't win
0: 73 Frank they won but, 72 games but and, I see your point
1: it makes you so much more valuable to a team like like a Lakers team, like a like a LA, mm-hmm. like a Golden State that's going to revamp. They're going to be healthy. Yeah, like all these teams like that. Why can't you reinvent yourself as a bruising rebounder mm-hmm. and make yourself accessible to? A team? Listen, man, like, you are a chip waiting?
0: Like Charles Barkley and I Kenny Smith. Like Charles Barkley and Kenny Smith say, <laughs> defense and rebounding is heart hard. It's not. It's a skill set. It's not a. If I want to do it, 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 it takes heart, and it's a skill set. It's—I mean—it's a mindset. It's not a skill set. It's a mindset.
1: It is. It's a want. It's an effort. It's a—it's a—it's a know-how and an effort. The one thing that coaches, mm-hmm. that drives coaches crazy, is when yeah. you know you have a yep. person on that team that can rebound. How yep. How you play a whole game at six? 10 and You got two rebounds.
0: Perfect example of that, Baldwin. You talking about kids need to do their homework and reinvent. We can even come a little bit further than the 80s, 90s, Jordan era. We can go into the Sixers. And this is just playing devil's mm-hmm. advocate again. 2000. All-star game. Dikembe Mutombo is playing for the Atlanta Hawks. He's an all-star that yeah. year. Yeah. Sixers had the best for the time. Larry Brown's the coach of the Eastern team. This dude in an all-star game gets 20-plus rebounds. Right. Immediately, what happened after that? They Let's got on the phone, and they made a trade. Let's get it. Theo was hurt. They weren't sure if he was going to come back or not. They made that trade, and look what happened. Although they didn't win it, but look how it changed the face of that team after the All-Star break.
1: It changed the whole perception because we were a defensive team. That mm-hmm. just that solidified us. We was holding teams under 85, 86 points. Yep. You had the sixth man of the year, Aaron McKay. You had a lockdown defender in Eric Snow, which allowed AI to do whatever he wanted.
0: And you had one of the you premier had George Lynch. George Lynch as
1: small forward. Yep.
0: And you had one of the premier premier rebounders in the league at the time.
1: And you still had Tyron Hill, who was a ten twelve re- yep. uh Yep. Uh, rebounder. So you had guys, mm-hmm. and we and we had our makeup, and yep. that's what we mean about teams having makeup. We had our makeup. We mm-hmm. knew we weren't going to outscore people, yeah. but because yeah. I personally think if George Lynch hadn't
0: been hurt. We would have got a couple more, maybe one or two more games in that series. We probably exactly. wouldn't have won it, but it would have went more than five games.
1: I honestly believe that. I think I it would have went more that. than five I games. think that, you know, they had too much fire. They had a little bit too much yeah. firepower for us offensively. Yeah. But defensively, we was able to kind of keep up with And, and again, you know it's I mean? like you
0: said. It's kind of like you pointed out just now, like you pointed out a little while ago with the LeBron situation where he had his options. Kobe and Shaq knew their options the rick foxes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know the other guys that were on those teams the brian Shaw's,
1: mm-hmm.
0: tyron Lewis, the other guys that were on those teams they knew their roles and as a unit i know where this dude is right so kobe can play that decoy for lack of a better word and go to the basket four of them draw on me i'm purposely going or making an attempt where i can get that pass to Rick Fox in the corner cuz I know he's going to be there.
1: Right. Right. And, and that's the one of the things that that some of these teams don't have. They don't have a good weak side rebound. Mm-hmm. So when you look start looking at teams, just start looking at certain the rebounding aspect of a team. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the Sixers. Mm-hmm. Not even that team. Let's go back to when we had Elisova mm-hmm. Let's go back to when we had J mm-hmm. JJ Reddick You know, we had that crew of guys before we got rid of them. We were the best rebounding team in the league. There was no space on the floor. We had the biggest team in the league. Mm -hmm. We had the youngest and the biggest team in the league.
0: Yep.
1: Our youngest guy on the team was 6'10". Ben Simmons. Mm Mm-hmm. He's playing against 6'1", 6'2", 6'3", guards. And holding his own. Yep. Defensively. Right. We know he don't like (laughs) shooting. Defensively. We were a good defensive team. When they left, everybody and their mom drove down the lane and came at everything we had in yep. the paint because it was gone. Elisobo, who was a very good offensive rebounder, we lost that. So now we don't get mm-hmm. second-chance opportunities. Yep. We were able to hide the fact that, that Joel would get stupid fouls
0: mm-hmm.
1: because you had a guy there. To kind of guide them, Yo, listen, we don't need that. Like, I got it on this side. That's the weak side rebounder. Yep. We don't have that.
0: Don't have it right now.
1: And it shows. So, yeah. now you look at the amount of points we give up now. Mm-hmm. And look at where our rebounding is. It's all a telltale sign. Absolutely. And, and if you don't have that, it, it, it just keeps going down. And when you look mm-hmm. at some of these good teams, or not so much good, but the teams that are, that are in contention, defensively. Look at the weak side rebounder. Look at mm-hmm. how they get at the ball. Yeah. That offers an opportunity to score again. again. Yep. And that's that's that's
0: basketball. That's that's one on one. It's
1: simple basketball. It's one on one. We get the rebound, we can shoot again. Yep. That's yep. it. It don't get no They don't get but see it's, that's a one. You gotta it's wanna it's do it. It's a mindset. Yeah.
0: You gotta wanna do it. Like they said, it's a mindset. It's yeah. not a skill set, you know. I don't know what happened to Damani, but he wanted us to get to the champions. We got to him, and he hasn't chimed in on my. He, he,
1: we don't care. All right, y'all won. Let's hope today's yes, a new you know
0: day. That was yesterday. You know, y'all got that. <laughs> yeah, y'all got your. The organization has its seventeenth title.
1: I'll listen. Kudos I'll tell them, them. I'll be down there to give you your little drink, your little celebratory drink, so you can go <laughs> ahead and number seventeen and talk your talk. Absolutely, I'm gonna let you live, Cuz I I'm going to live.
0: Let's get into some real basketball. Let's get into some inside basketball stuff. All right. And this is some of the stuff that we always talk to uh-huh. Frank about as well. So, you won this championship. hmm But you had a lot of guys that were there this year that, that could home. very well not be there next year. Well, let's last name? Them. The 30-foot shooter is one of them. Danny
1: Green is an unrestricted free agent. Yep. I uh, think Cuz is Marquee, a free agent. Low Cuzz is an unrestricted free agent. Um, Avery
0: Bradley is a free agent. Avery Bradley is a free agent. Even though agent. he didn't play in the bubble, but he's a free agent. Rondo was on a one-year deal.
1: Rondo was on a one-year
0: deal. Dwight Howard was on a one-year deal.
1: One-year deal.
0: I think JaVale McGee might be a free agent. He came agent. over
1: as a, yeah. He came so he over might a, be
0: a free agent.
1: They only so signed him for one year. That's six guys. So what's six that, guys. six guys? You also got Deion Waiters. That's seven. So you got seven guys. Now, I know I'm missing somebody. I know I'm missing somebody. Out of the restricted... It's not, yeah, it's, out not of the
0: case, unrestricted. it's not KCP because I think no, he's signed. No, he's still signed
1: for another two years. I think, I think.
0: Caruso might be in that mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who else is on that roster? J.R. Smith. Who really J. didn't play Smith. much? J.R. Smith.
1: didn't play much, but in he's
0: other, there. Yeah, and now you got holes.
1: So you got about eight, possibly nine yeah. guys, but you definitely and got And in
0: that seven eight or eight. nine, you got... Because Danny Green... JaVale McGee D. White Howard. You got four holes. Now the question That you're is, gonna need to fill in order to repeat.
1: Who of those are max contract players? Well, Lil Cuz is a max contract player.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because right now, he's off of this is the last year of that that deal that him and uh him and him and Mark had together. Yep. So this is the last of that trade, of that move. This is gonna be the first year in a long time. I think it's eight years they've been in the league. He's going to be a free agent. Mm-hmm. So, is he is he valuable enough to the Lakers to give him mm-hmm. that that full ride? Mm-hmm. He also has on his resume a NBA championship. championship ring. Yep. So that all I'm doing.
0: Mm-hmm. So let's throw some in slow the injury. Who's going to be the point guard?
1: That's the question. That's the question. Question is, are are you gonna are you gonna keep Caruso
0: there? Because they started him. Now they okay. started him yeah, at point. He started him at point last game.
1: But is he? But your, is he really? Is he
0: really your full time well, starter? Brown is
1: your point guard. Mm-hmm. To be quite honest.
0: Okay, so we can argue who's your two guard.
1: Well, they use Caruso as your your mm-hmm. energy guy. Well, you
0: say Kuzma. I got some questions there about Kuzma being your dominant two. Well, but we got? They still got KCP.
1: They still but
0: got KCP. KCP's that roller coaster ride.
1: Yes. So you don't know what you're getting out of it. Right. But if you keep Rondo,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which could possibly happen, Rondo may be
0: willing to go you, that veteran's minimum again. Listen,
1: man, I'm getting yeah. older. I'm cool yeah. with it. I like my role. It's easy for me here. I can still be a veteran and teach yep. these young guards. And not
0: play 40, 40, 38, 40 minutes. And medicine,
1: then when right? I come in, I do my thing. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't require him to shoot. Right. It requires him to set guys up. Mm-hmm. Which he's comfortable with. Yep. So I think for them, I think keeping Rondo is a smart move. hmm But you might want to shot Koozie. Yeah. You might want to move him because in his gameplay, you see a sort mm-hmm. of selfishness. Because there's some oh, yeah. residue about them coming over there and taking his shine. Yeah. He still he still feels some type of way about it. Yeah. Him, you know. And I mean he was almost traded with everybody else. He was. His youth saved him. Yes. And that's the only thing about when you look at their, their roster, I think that move somebody might be willing mm-hmm. to, uh, I guess, to to trade up some possible picks to take a Kuzma. He's still young, he's athletic kid, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Now he got under his belt a chip, so he's sort of in a in a light veterans type of uh, element. Right. And somebody might want that. Yeah, somebody we might. We don't.
0: Yeah, we don't. I want don't him. want him
1: here. Yeah. But somebody might want that.
0: hmm And
1: so, you know, when you, I, I think that the, the, the must signs for them, I think you got to go back with Rondo. I honestly yeah. think they should go ahead and re-sign Lil' Cuz. I think they mm-hmm. should go ahead. They got enough money to do it. If right. someone's offering something more, I would say, Lil' Cus, though. Come on home. Take your cash. Take your cash. Take the yeah. cash and dash because now you got the ring.
0: hmm
1: You've you've got you've got with a what a lot of guys aqu- attempt to acquire in their careers and you got it. So I say, take it. Take right. it and roll. Josh Hart. I forgot. You right, O. Yeah,
0: Good Josh Oh, Josh yeah. Hart is
1: still there. So I mean when you think about what they can revamp with. You just got to look at, look at uh, what's going to be available and what options are gonna mm-hmm. going to be available and who's conducive to what you're trying to do. Right. You know, who can you plug in there that you that you get rid of that are right. similar if and not You know, better.
0: it's funny. With all those other guys coming in, I forgot about Josh Hart. Yeah,
1: yeah. He got buried on that bench, man. Mm-hmm. He got buried on that And he can play. I like Josh Hart. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. Do I like him as a sixer? No. No. Yeah. I know. So it, it's going to be tough. You know. They got some stuff to do, man. They got yeah. some homework.
0: Yeah, they got some work They to got do. some
1: homework. And I mean some of those guys, like you the JaVel McGee's and you're the Dwight Howards and mm-hmm. you know, they older. They, they might, have, yeah, they they might, might take that decisions. little They, they bit may of take change. that little
0: veterans minimum. They can yeah. come back. I got a ring now. I could yeah. take this veterans minimum. They can take
1: that little minimum. And yeah. And they could they, they could bring them back because you need those bigs. And they're yep. athletic bigs.
0: Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They are. Yep. So that being said it's almost time to call this thing a wrap. Yes, sir. Backtracking, we got Week Six coming up. Starting Thursday. Uh, Week Four's winner was Tiffany Singleton.
1: Got you.
0: From she's already been squared away, so okay. shout out to her cool. for her win.
1: Did we give her a shout out on the
0: joint? Yeah, I okay. did, and I talked to her. Okay. You know, message her and everything. So I, I, I didn't even get the we chance. Gave, to yeah, it. giving her a shout out now again. So we got Week Six coming up. You see, we got you got two games tonight. You got Denver and New England tonight at five. You got the Chargers and the Saints closing out, almost closing out week five. And then on Tuesday, you have Buffalo and Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. To finally close out week five. So week six, we move in, we're gonna give you some picks real quick. We got Thursday, Kansas City at Buffalo. Although Buffalo is playing very well right now, Andy Reid has always been good preparing his team after a mm-hmm. loss. So, I look for KC to bounce back. I like KC in that game. Then we go, yeah, into, KC. go into Sunday's games kicking off. You got the Texans at the Titans. Texans, look like they might have made a turnaround there. Yeah. I'm going to go with the, yeah, Texans, I'm go with the Texans, Texans there. Bengals at the Colts. I'm going with Indy. I'm going with Indy, the veteran quarterback there, and uh, Phillip Rivers. I like them there, The Falcons and the Vikings. I'm going with Minnesota at home. Yeah, I'm
1: gonna go with Minnesota.
0: The uncertainty there with the new coach, new interim coach there, so things will be changed. So that first game is always tough. Washington football team at the New York Giants. Mm. I I listen. Considering I, the way the Giants played I, yesterday. I don't... I'm going go to go with the Giants I'm at going home. With the Giants. Yeah, I'm going with the Giants at home. Definitely
1: go with the, Giants.
0: the Ravens at the Eagles, valiant effort. Just don't think they have enough. Uh, Travis Fulgham is playing pretty good. Yeah. But the receiving core is just not enough. And enough with Lam- with yeah. Lamar Jackson, I'm going with I'm the going Ravens Baltimore. there. The Browns against the Steelers. I like That's what the Browns okay. are doing right now. But I was slightly, And that's a tough game, too. It's a tough game, but I was yeah. slightly impressed with that front seven, that front four, at least for uh, the Steelers. So I'm going with the Steelers. And Baker Mayfield is a smaller quarterback, yeah. so I'm going to go with the Steelers there. Yeah, the, the Bears at the Panthers, like what Teddy Bridgewater is doing, mm-hmm. Bears got a solid defense. It's mm-hmm. another tough game. I'm going with Nikki 6 I'm going to go with the Bears on the road. All right.
1: I'll go with I'll
0: go with Carolina. Okay, the Lions and the Jaguars. Mm. Another toughie. Mm. I like Detroit. I'm going with Detroit. I like Detroit. I'm going to get Detroit that. The Dolphins and the Broncos. <laughs> After they kicked our ass. <laughs> you, you definitely got going to go with them, right? <laughs> I'm going to actually go with the Dolphins against the Broncos. I'm going to
1: go with them too. They they look yeah. they. I, I'm the, going
0: with them. The Jets and the Chargers. I like the Chargers at home. The Jets are just yeah, a I, mess yeah. right now. Packers and the Bucks. I like discount double check in that game, pack. man. I, I, although they say they got the goat, I yeah. like the I like I'm the Packers the pack. in that game. Rams and the Niners.
1: Man, listen, I think the it's Rams. It's a division
0: gonna, game. Rams gonna kick out. It's tough. Still the injuries. Still working Rams. that working that quarterback back into the flow. I like the Rams too. Yeah. Cardinals on. and the Cowboys.
1: And Little I'm Richie going with, there. I'm going, with Arizona.
0: I'm going with Arizona there too. And then you have a bye week for the Raiders, the Patriots, the Saints, and the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. So there you have it, folks. Those are your Week Six picks from your Sports Wrap crew. Since we have a late week ending to Week Five, schedule will go up mm-hmm. Wednesday, okay. and we'll give you till 6 p.m. Thursday mm-hmm. to get your picks in for that thursday game as well mm-hmm. as always folks you can find us on you can find me on instagram at sportswrap underscore d facebook sportswrap radio sportswrap podcast is the new group page i changed mm-hmm. the name a little bit the website sportswapradio.com. also podcast apple podcast google iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast just search sportswrap podcast remember folks you can advertise with us we have opportunity to just send me an email to at sportswrap, uh, at sports, uh, sorry, sportswrap at yahoo.com, mm-hmm. or you can message me on either one of my social media sites, and I can get you information for that. Baldy, where can they find you?
1: Uh, you can find me at ball 75 on Instagram and Aaron Baldy Moore on Facebook. Make sure that you're getting your picks in. Our weekly pick, again, is at no cost to you guys.
0: But there is a prize.
1: But there is a prize, and it's something that, you know, we came up with, and we just want to have a good time with it. Yep. Just a little something
0: to give yeah. back Shooting to our out listeners inbox. and our fathers. Just yes.
1: make sure all your picks are in line with what's on the paper. And again, we'll Absolutely. be putting that out shortly.
0: Absolutely. And, each and every Monday, here from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Heat I'm glad radio. I'm here, bro. I'm
1: glad I was able My to My partner's
0: back. Man. Yes, we had a great, great dialogue today. So, with that being said, you have been tuned in to Sports Rat, folks. Enjoy the rest of your dreary rainy day stay dry stay comfortable it is now hoodie season as we like to call it (laughs) so be prepared take your time check us out all week on social media and then right back here on monday in studio we'll see you all next week